Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Bi-Weekly Geopolitical Report for January 23rd, 2023. I'm Phil Amber. Germany's recent reluctance to provide its Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine could be another sign that the country is uncomfortable aligning itself too closely to the United States and Western allies. Confluence Investment Management staff economist Thomas Walsh joins us today to discuss why maintaining a working relationship with Russia and China as well seems to be so important to Germany and how this may eventually play out geopolitically and in the investment world. Thomas, in an attempt to understand Germany's geopolitical challenges, let's focus first on the country's relationship with the West and Europe. How would you describe its relationship with countries within the European Union? Well, its relationship is complicated, to say the least. Despite being the dominant power within Europe, Germany has been criticized for not fully committing to the European project and NATO. For example, during the global financial crisis, it was reluctant to bail out struggling European economies. It also collaborated with Russia on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline against the wishes of the U.S. Recently, it implemented a subsidy program that would have made energy prices more affordable for its citizens, but pushed up prices for others within the bloc. Now, Germany adopted the euro when it became a member of the EU. How does this benefit its status as a major manufacturer that relies on exports? Well, the euro shields Germany from the currency rate adjustment that would normally occur due to its trade surplus. Typically, when a country exports more than it imports, its currency appreciates relative to its trade partner. By sharing the same currency as countries with smaller trade balances, it can sell their goods at a more favorable price. Of course, Germany has no natural geographical defense barriers, and the country has relied on the United States for its military defense basically since the end of World War II. Is this changing? Despite Germany's tough talk at the start of the Ukraine war, Germany doesn't seem to be acting with much urgency to improve its military. Last month, it walked back its promise to raise its defense spending to 2%, stating that it will not be able to meet the target for at least another two years. Germany must import energy commodities to meet its needs. Just how much does it depend on Russia for natural gas and oil? As an industrial powerhouse, it relies heavily on raw materials and commodities to produce its goods. As a result, Russia's proximity and vast resources make it an attractive trade partner for Germany. In 2020, Russia provided Germany with more than half of its natural gas and a third of its oil. So can you say Germany's suspension of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline from Russia is a major recommitment to the West and, and places Germany in a vulnerable position on energy? The suspension of the pipeline was a sign that it was willing to get tough with Russia if it had to. But I would not go as far as to say that it represented its commitment to the West. I think the move was a sign that it was unwilling to support Russian belligerence toward its neighbors. Thomas, would you say the inability to reach a quick agreement to send German tanks to Ukraine is a sign that Germany wants to look down the road with eventually an eye to normal relations with Russia in the future? I don't disagree with that statement. I think Germany would like to punish Russia for its invasion, but does not want to sever ties completely. In essence, Germany would like to have at least the option of normalizing relations with Russia in the future. 
are there strong political movements within Germany that might sway its position on Russia? Uh, good question, and yes. Many people in Germany would like the country to take the role of mediator, in which it tries to pave the way for a truce between the two warring sides. In fact, there is a belief within Germany that it should not provide weapons to any country due to its role in the Second World War. Turning to China, which is seen as, a, as more or less friendly with Russia, and a strong rival, of course, to the United States, why is a good relationship with China so important? to Germany. As an export promoter, Germany would like to access China's vast consumer base. China accounts for about 7.5% of German exports and has been a growing market for its auto industry. Thomas, do you think Germany will eventually be successful in establishing a somewhat middle ground between the West and the China-Russia group? Although there is some appetite from countries within the West to resolve the conflict between Ukraine and Russia, it is unlikely that Germany will be able to bridge the gap between the two sides. For one, it doesn't have enough skin in the game for people to take them seriously. Two, its dependency on the West for security and Russia for commodity shows that it does not have much leverage to force an agreement. What kind of scenario might comprise a middle ground? A possible compromise may involve Ukraine ceding Crimea to Russia in exchange for a peace deal. Although Ukraine has stated that it is against this arrangement, it does not have a choice if the West were to decide to stop sending it aid and weapons. Thomas, in your written report, you discussed the possibility that Germany might try in the future to form a new economic bloc within Europe to try to wean itself away somewhat from the dominant U.S.-led bloc. How might such a German-led economic bloc impact, say, inflation worldwide? We think that a German bloc could pave the way for European nationalism. In this scenario, governments could promote an EU-first platform through subsidies and tariffs, which should inflate prices, both domestically and abroad. Additionally, the forming of blocs should lead to manufacturing reshoring, which could increase production costs. Why might this be negative for the dollar, but positive for European stocks? As countries start to form regional blocks, demands for the dollar will likely wane. Decline in the dollar should make international equities more attractive, as investment overseas should act as a hedge against exchange rate risk. Additionally, state support for governments should help European firms become more profitable. And how does it fit in with the confluence long-term outlook for pressure on bonds, and higher commodity prices. As demand for the dollar softens, so will purchases of U.S. bonds, which should lead to higher interest rates. That said, the reduction of trade should be both for commodities as countries look to ramp up demand for inventories to compensate for supply uncertainty. Thank you, Thomas. Reminding our listeners that our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. Opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler.